Welcome back to Modern Day Disciples. AKA MDD, the podcast where we hear real stories from modern day disciples. My name is Kevin Bernaga. I'm the youth minister at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in San Jose, California. And my name is Ana Fuentes. I am the youth minister at St. Anthony Parish in San Jose, California. This is our special Lenten Liturgy of the Word edition of the podcast. Yes, guys, it is the third Sunday of Lent. And in the midst of everything that's going on in the world with uh, the coronavirus, uh, some dioceses, including ourselves, have had to take precautionary measures. Um, and it's gotten to the point that we are actually suspending masses in the Diocese of San Jose. So we were thinking of a way that we could minister to you guys um, in the midst of all of this. Absolutely. I know that these times can bring a lot of anxiety and uncertainty about the future. And we thought, what better way than our podcast to be an avenue of ministry to minister to you guys some spiritual nourishment during these trying times everybody in the diocese of san jose has been dispensed by our local bishop however we wanted to provide some sort of way to fulfill you guys spiritually obviously we know that this prayer experience cannot replace the highest form of worship which is mass but we hope and we pray that this experience this episode can nourish you guys and center your hearts uh, center your hearts on Christ during this Lenten season and during these times in which we can't attend Mass. So what we're going to do is we're going to ring a gong, and once we start um, that gong, we invite you guys to really maybe do a sign of the cross and, and begin praying with us. We'll hear the readings of this Sunday. We'll also hear a homily um, from our pastor at St. Francis of Assisi, Father Matt. We thank him so much for his time and availability to provide this to us and to all of you. We also like to thank Leslie Legachon and Jenny Rose Jalik for providing music for us. Um, we'll also be able to pray together a universal prayer, as well as pray the spiritual prayer for communion together. And at the end, Father will give a blessing, um, and we'll ring the gong again, and that will be the end of it. Thank you guys for sending yourself uh, in Christ this season. I know that can be particularly difficult during these times, but know that Kev and myself, we are praying for you all, and we pray that this episode can shine a little light into the darkness. And with that, let's get started. A reading from the book of Exodus. In those days, in their thirst for water, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, why did you ever make us leave Egypt? Was it just to have us die here of thirst with our children and our livestock? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? A little more, and they will stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go over there in front of the people, along with some of the elders of Israel, holding in your hand as you go the staff with which you struck the river. I will be standing there in front of you, on the rock in Horeb. Strike the rock, and the water will flow from it for the people to drink. This Moses did in the presence of the elders of Israel. The place was called Massa and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled there and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord in our midst or not? The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.
From the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For Christ, while we were still helpless, died at the appointed time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person, though perhaps for a good person, one might even find courage to die. But God proves his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. be with you and with your spirit a reading from the holy gospel according to john glory to you o lord jesus came to a town of samaria called sychar near the plot of land that jacob had given to his son joseph jacob's well was there jesus tired from his journey sat down there at the well it was about noon a woman of samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. 
Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself and with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Give us living water us living water give us living water give us living water Jesus said to her go call your husband and come back the woman answered and said to him I do not have a husband Jesus answered her you are right in saying, I do not have a husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worship on this mountain, but you people say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed the Father seeks such people to worship Him. God is spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. Give us living water said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. 
When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. At that moment, his disciples returned and were amazed that he was talking with a woman. But still, no one said, What are you looking for? Or, Why are you talking with her? The woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Christ? They went out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat, of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of the one who sent me, and to finish his work. Do you not say, In four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, Look up and see the fields ripe for the harvest. The reaper is already receiving payment and gathering crops for eternal life so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For here the saying is verified that one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Give us living water. Give us living water. Give us living water. Give us living water. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified, He told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word, and they said to the woman, We no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, o Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. She wasn't looking for a man. Not this girl. Hadn't she already made five trips down the aisle? And didn't she have a new man in her life? On that hot afternoon in Samaria, all she wanted was a drink of water, drawn by her own hand. But God had another plan. That was what Jesus wanted, too. A lukewarm gulp of water from Jacob's well. A moment of relief during the heat of the day. He was tired from his journey, and so he sat down by the well. 
This is a Savior who says, I've been there. I get it. I'm with you. He understands exhaustion, stress, muscle aches. He knows what it means to feel weary, hungry, thirsty. The wells in that era were low to the ground, encircled with just enough packed earth to keep livestock from falling in. A good place to rest, a fine place to wait. Then our bad girl appeared, right on time. If she'd hoped to collect her water and get out of Dodge, that wasn't going to happen. A man was there, a stranger. When he asked her for a drink, she knew what that meant. In their world, giving and receiving water was an open invitation to let's talk. Let's get to know each other better. She pushed back, reminding the stranger of their differences. How can a Jewish man like you ask a Samaritan woman like me for a drink of water? Well, because this man is God, and he isn't concerned with issues of race or gender. From his point of view, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor male and female, all one utter equality. We aren't there yet, but Jesus is. And right from the start, he began to woo our woman at the well. If you only knew the gift of God, he said. Did that make her nervous? <laughs> She'd no doubt had other men offer her gifts, the kind with long strings attached. The gift Jesus brings isn't like that. Salvation is free for the taking, paid for in full by every nail that pierced his body. Naturally, she was skeptical. I mean, who wouldn't be? Despite her doubts, Jesus didn't give up on this bad girl. He didn't walk away, call her foolish, didn't stop seeking to meet her deepest need. He surely gestured toward the well when he told her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. Nothing on this earth truly satisfies. Not even good things. Not fresh water or warm sunshine or healthy food or an expensive car. No material thing will ever quench our spiritual longings. Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But let's be clear. Being near the water doesn't count. Going to church, carrying a Bible, listening to Christian music are all well and good. But they're not the same as drinking the water. Those who drink are the ones who admit they're thirsty. And they know only God has the water they need. The people who open their mouths and drink. They don't just read the word. They do what it says. Finally, it's easy to see why our former bad girl 
left her water jar behind when she went back to the town. Her thirst was quenched, her future secure, and all she could think about was sharing this living water with others. Together now, let us profess the symbol of faith using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As we journey through Lent, may we, like Christ, be open to a deeper union with our God as we now bring before Him our needs and hopes. For the Church, that in the wilderness of this world may she be the rock of God, providing the waters of life to all who thirst for the truth, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For our nation, may we seek to share the wellsprings of our land with the poor and developing countries of our world. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who thirst for justice, compassion, and love, for health and for happiness, may all drink from Christ, the fountain of eternal life. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For our elect and candidates, that the Messiah may bestow on them the living water that will become a spring leaping up to eternal life. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For those struggling with terrible diseases, including the coronavirus, may God's mercy and wisdom work through government leaders, scientists, and healthcare workers in the hope of healing and comfort for those who are sick and suffering. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died, may they be raised up from death to eternal joy with Christ. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. O God, living fountain of new life, you offer us the living water of grace that springs forth from your Son. Grant that we may learn to profess our faith with courage and conviction and announce with joy the wonders of your salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Many people ask, what if I can't receive Holy Communion? especially when there are no masses in our diocese. There's been a very long tradition of what we call spiritual communion. It's something that we don't talk about anymore because most people can find mass in our very small diocese from the early morning Sunday until late in the evening. But during this time, we cannot receive our Lord sacramentally as we do on Sundays. This very old prayer by St. Alphonsus de Liguri speaks about spiritual communion. And although there is nothing more perfect 
than receiving the body and blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. God can do anything, and God longs to have communion with us in many different ways. So when Catholics are unable to receive Holy Communion, they are encouraged to make a spiritual communion. And one does that by praying the words of this prayer, again authored by St. Alphonsus de Liguri. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you are already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Do not let me ever be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.